0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The National Union of Metalworkers of South Africa, NUMSA, is demanding that Power Utility ESCO must be given 70% allocation in the renewable energy space. NUMSA expressed concerns that workers will get left behind if they do not occupy all spaces of the debate. The union questions why government is rushing to implement the transition in South Africa when the carbon emissions are minimal compared to other countries like Germany and the United States. For more on this, we join on the line by NUMSA spokesperson Pakamile Shlubi-Majola. very good morning to you and welcome.
1: Good morning, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Ms. Lubi Majola, first tell us why is NUMSA demanding that ESCOM be given 70% allocation in the renewable energy space? Why is that important?
1: It is extremely important because ESCOM is the state-owned power utility. It is also the only power utility that employs as many employees as it does. More than 30,000 workers in South Africa are directly employed by ESCOM. And if you look at the principles of what a just energy transition is supposed to look like, they are very clear that as we transition from a reliance on fossil fuels to renewable energy, it is possible that this transition may result in job displacement. So what we're saying is that in order to future-proof ESCOM, in order to make sure that ESCOM is a power utility, is able to you know, enter into the fourth industrial revolution, uh, age and participate in this new technology, whilst at the same time protecting the livelihoods of workers and their families. For this transition to be just, then ESCOM should be allocated 70% of renewable energy and the privately owned renewable energy companies should be allocated with only 30 percent if we do it like that then we're ensuring that the transition is just we're ensuring that there's minimal impact in terms of job losses uh, for workers and their families and we're making sure that escom is playing a productive role in uh in this you know in this space of of, of um, reducing the negative impact of climate change.
0: Now, some critics uh, of the power utility might argue, why must ESCOM have such a high allocation in renewables when ESCOM is currently struggling to keep the lights on, which is costing the country billions to run and maintain?
1: Well, that should have actually been the the position of this government from day one. And this is why, for us, we're saying, and, and we've been saying, that until ESCOM is actually given a meaningful role to play in renewable energy, we cannot be persuaded to believe that this transition is a just transition. Because as things stand right now, this transition is benefiting only the private sector. Uh, The technology of the renewable energy companies is owned and controlled by privately owned uh, companies that are foreign companies. They're not sharing that technology with us. So that means that South Africa will continue to play the role where we consume these products, but we're not uh, actually, there's no beneficiation for us as a a nation. And that cannot be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Secondly, the reason we've got load shedding is because a political decision was taken because of the demands made by the World Bank that they would no longer invest in proper maintenance of power stations. That The World Bank has actually said that this government must stop funding coal-fired power stations and is no longer willing to allocate um, finances for that. Um, And now we're being forced to rush into implementing renewable energy. Now, that would not that's not a problem if, if we mean that this process is going to benefit the majority of people. As things stand, the way that this process has been rolled out, it's not benefiting the majority of people. As you yourself know, Komati was shut down. I can tell you right now that Komati Power Station has actually created a a ghost town, in a sense, because all of those workers are not working. And it's created a, a whole new socioeconomic crisis so that shows you that as long as you've got a, a if this program continues to be rolled out by the private sector there will be lots of suffering for ordinary workers and their families but if it's a process where the state is in control the state owned power utility escom is the one that's rolling it out then we can make sure that the majority of people are beneficiaries This pressure
0: from the World Bank, is this why you think government is rushing to implement this transition in South Africa when our carbon emissions are minimal compared to Germany and the United Kingdom and even the U.S.?
1: Well, definitely, we can can say that the World Bank is the one that's applying pressure. We can also talk about how this is a new form of, of colonialism, because whilst they are saying to us that we should not rely on coal. Uh, the exports of coal to Europe have increased by over 700%. So, so, So Europe is taking our coal, but they're telling us we mustn't use the coal for ourselves. And this is actually why we're having persistent load shedding, because we are being told that we must rely on renewable energy, which even Europe, I mean, I'll just use a classic example, Germany. Germany is one of the leading countries when it comes to renewable energy technology, but they will never allow their population to suffer through rolling blackouts. They know that renewable energy technology is unreliable, it's intermittent, it's not there. Um, the energy when you need it is not necessarily there at the time when you need it. So, this is why Germany still depends very heavily on coal and nuclear as a backup for the times when the renewable energy plants are not producing enough energy. But South Africa is not allowed to take such a decision. I mean, so in other words, Europe must benefit from our coal while we sit in the dark. And this is why we say that if they're rolling it out the way that they're doing it currently, then this is not a just transition. It's just a modern-day form of colonialism where the, uh, the the where our minerals are being used for the benefit of Europeans whilst Africans must sit through load shedding. And this is why that we need a government Uh, and we need our leaders and our politicians to have courage to actually stand up and fight for our energy sovereignty and our right as a country to dictate our own energy path. The African continent as a whole contributes less than 4% of carbon emissions, Compared to countries like the UK and Germany and America, those are other countries that are actually responsible for climate change. But they're doing very little in their countries to actually uh, roll out these renewable energies. But South Africa is being forced to rush this process. Why? That's not to our benefit. We're suffering. We don't have enough energy availability. We don't have enough energy, consistent energy, to power our economies. Germany and the UK do. Anytime that they decide that uh, they don't have enough power, they restart their mothballed power stations. But South Africa is told that if it shuts down its power stations, those power stations must stay closed. That that entire arrangement is anti-African, it definitely reeks of colonialism, and it certainly is not to the benefit of the majority of people. And this is why we really need to be serious about re-looking at this entire process so that it actually does end up being a just transition where the majority of people who obviously are black and working class benefit from this process.
0: Let's continue shedding light on the subject. Why is Noomsa still of the view that load shedding is economic sabotage designed to promote privatization of energy generation? And why do you think there's perhaps no alleged political will by government to end this load
1: shedding? We say this because if there was political will, our leaders would have fought with the World Bank to demand more funding to keep the power stations properly maintained so that we don't have load shedding. Our crisis right now is that the World Bank has said that they're not going to fund, uh, they're not going to allow the South African government to fund any more power stations. Uh, uh, they want the South African government to focus on renewable. but. And whilst whilst it is good that we have this renewable energy technology, it's necessary to combat climate change. It's not a technology that can be used to industrialize a country. And even in Europe, they're finding this out. And so why we're saying that it's economic sabotage is because uh, this ANC, government took a decision that they were no longer going to support or maintain state-owned entities including escom um, because they want to allow the private sector to play a greater role and if you think about it it makes perfect sense because at the end of the day as they shut down a power station every power station that gets closed is replaced it is replaced with renewable energy plants or renewable energy connections, which, by the way, are owned by the private sector. So this is why we're saying that there's privatization of energy. It's being done for the benefit of the private sector. And we are we are being told that this is the way for us to to transition. But that transition is actually resulting in, in, in massive power cuts. Um, and we're not being allowed to do what we need to do to fire up the coal-fired power stations so that they're operating at maximum capacity. So we really do need this government to be a government that acts in the interests of the majority of people it needs to be a government that drives an agenda uh to to benefit all of us so that we're not sitting in the dark so that if we are going to be uh involved in the renewable energy space then it must be something that uh, is done for the benefit of the majority of people. It should not be done so that uh, a minority of of people from foreign-owned companies are able to benefit at our expense.
0: I thank you so much for your time. That was Noomsa spokesperson Magamila Shlubi. Thank Machola. you. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide.